Hey guys, Dave here, and welcome back to another episode of Press C for Carnage. Joining me as always is Jordan Cullen. Hey, what's going on? Yo. Jordan, you want to kick us off? Sure. Uh, so I guess we're, we, we're only going to do, we're going to do a short little bit of that. I just learned how to speak yesterday. We're going to do a short podcast this time around, not a very long one, um, because we started a little late. So first off, let's talk about uh, E3 uh, and how it got canceled. Uh, I... I don't think I don't think E3 is gonna survive if it isn't already. Like it's because it's got canceled this year and multiple years uh, previously during COVID. Um, I I don't I don't think E3 is gonna survive after this year. I think I think it's now officially dead. Uh, I just wanted to know what your guys' thoughts on the matter were. Um. um, I mean I never went to an E3 anything. Right. So I I don't know much about I know it's a, basically a video game expo right correct yes yeah I mean it's basically the equivalent of GameStop people <laughs> just don't want to travel out there well anymore yeah I was say yeah I mean in, in terms of GameStop you mean like where GameStop used to have like demo stations set up inside the building it, it used well it used to be like the place to go get your video games and then now everything has like online demos or right. whole preview type things we don't well and I, I don't understand and i don't understand why yeah we're not we're not just talking about we're talking about e3 but it's not just e3 any trade show is dying uh i read an article the other day that uh let's say trade shows for farming equipment, okay, tractors. Mm -hmm. Even those are dying because now farming simulator happens to be a growing advertising industry for for uh, manufacturers like John Deere, that mm -hmm. they'll they'll create their product and put it on the farming simulator. Like a, spon and, like a sponsoring or something? Well, no, no you, you can actually use their tractors on, on, on farming right, simulator. Right, right, but they get, they so, get money per... Yeah, so they, they could demonstrate the 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 specs and the uh, the like what what the tractors can do much better in the game than that they can with a a billboard next to a tractor standing in a trade show. So <laughs> right. coming back to to E three, uh, it, it is an expo where it used to used to have thousands of thousands of kids and and you know child-minded adults come and child-minded play, play video games talk about games to see what's new coming out and i feel as though this this saddens me because you don't see developers coming in and introducing their vr platform and their vr games and their hey we we need money so would this not be a perfect place to oh, try to get sponsors I and post your product on the stage like, and try, say, try hey, to find publishers or something Right. Yeah, it's it, it's it's dying. It's it's not what it used to be, and obviously with the online markets. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I I disagree to a it, point because with with the way yeah. everything is moving forward, everything is impersonal or in in fuck. It, it's not. You're right. Is, You're right. <laughs> impersonal. It's not as, it's, uh, sorry, thank you. I'm I'm having an issue today. I'm having a stroke. Um. So yeah, everything is impersonal now. So everything's online. Everything is non in in person. So like as an example, publishing you. You, you don't hear a lot of stories about people going to an expo to publish their indie game or to get a publisher to pub help publish their indie game. A lot of them either self-publish or physically, like, or not physically, but, like, send their game demo over through email or whatever to whoever they're publishing 
uh, representative is or they want to be a part of. So a lot of that is done digitally now anyway. So Well, exactly. Uh, you take out the legwork, but you also bring up more risk factors of, hey, you're giving your copy of your of, of, of your product electronically to a company where right. it's going to go through a hundred different eyes before it gets to the chain of command that you want to see. So, right. you know, so you got security issues there, but on top of that, I don't know, man, you're not showing the potential. You're, you're, you're going to give it a brief description in your, in the email you send this file over saying everything that could happen in this game, except, you know, but before you would actually give a demonstration, you would show everything that can happen in the game and get your right. point across. Right. So yeah, like that, like yeah. an in person station or something, right? Exactly. So you have that thirty minute interview or however long they'll actually give you to talk about your product, and now you're just sending it over in hopes they're gonna open it. You know. Right. And in I, hopes I, that their computer is even compatible for some reason, it might get corrupt on the way over. Or right. It, it, I don't know. It, it just E three itself. Uh, it's an expo. It's the Comic Con, Comic Con of video, video games. games. Yeah, uh, video games. I, I, actually, not anymore. I, I could say that Comic Con actually is stealing the video game genre too, along with mm-hmm. other popular avenues. But uh, yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed, and I think the fact that they are they do this expo in one location a year is right. wrong. I think they need to take the the circus route and travel place to place. You know, and, oh, instead of doing it in the the stadium, yeah, you're, blah, you're, blah, you're, blah. Ask, you're asking, and th- this is where it's like I I always wanted to go to the expo, but I'm not going to travel thousands of kilometers to get to one. Right, it's not going to happen. Well, you'd probably be better there's, off going to. No I would say you'd probably be better off going to like PAX or something then instead. Um, I heard I heard they're better anyway for a lot of indie game developers. Uh, because yeah, PAX I mean, is the whole thing, and they do it everywhere. So, yeah, it just it's it's an iconic image that's gonna be gone and it is sad but right. they, they don't have the negative uh backlash of what gamestop has like where we want them to go away we don't want e3 to go away there's no need for them to go away so well I, that's my opinion i disagree you. i think e3 should have died <laughs> so or is dying I, i'm happy it's dying uh i feel as though it was it was hindering a lot of uh like an announcements because like now that everyone now that every developer or major developer slash publisher has their own platform like nintendo has their own microsoft has their own ubisoft is now making their own like they basically you don't have to wait until june of every year now and watch a buttload of bull crap to to see an announcement for skyrim 500 you know like i i can do i can well, watch their yeah and, and I like it. I like it this way better too, because you don't have to deal with all the bull, the bull between like advertisements, and you could just like watch a YouTube video now of their of their of archived vod of of Ubisoft announcing Assassin's Creed Seven. You know, like. <laughs> well, well, Jane, well, you have to realize there's a difference between watching the Super Bowl on your flat screen and going to a Super Bowl right, in real life. Right. Or just, I mean, it's the same thing with concerts, right? You'd probably say the same thing about going to a live concert. I, I get it. Exactly. I get it. I never actually went to E3 physically. I never got the chance to. I was in the military during its prime, so uh, that was not an option for me. But I, I just... I don't know. I feel as though we, the way we're moving is okay. I think everyone having their own trade shows, like, virtually is fine. Um, I don't, I don't see a need for E3 to survive in today's day and age. So, uh, no, I mean, it it will hinder the small time developers that, you know, 
partially relied on this to get their name out. That okay, I'll, I will agree to that. I'll agree that it, it might affect a decent portion of that. It, but it I, might. So now, now they're going to be stuck staying with you know Steam and paying their promotional costs, which will all be the same. I imagine it's cheaper than E3, obviously, but uh, right. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's it's. They're going to disappear, and sadly, they'll probably disappear without anybody really crying over it oh definitely um, i from what i've read online dude and article wise like a lot of reviewers or uh, game video game reviewers are like yes finally <laughs> like you know because uh yeah I, I heard it was kind of a pain to to run from one side of the e3 expo to the other as a video game reviewer trying to get to like from ubisoft to microsoft on the opposite side of the building uh in time for your appointment to see a 30 minute video game demo you know so yeah, I mean, and Jeff Jeff Keeley's kind of taken over that uh, that space anyway. He's 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 created the video game awards show, which is essentially like the replacement to E three. Uh, you know, in terms of like video game showing off new video game trailers, uh, giving awards to to small indie developers that that need it to get their name out there. I feel like that's the direction that that we need to go in is is giving recognition for games that are doing well rather than just trying to show off unfinished games <laughs> so um but yeah i don't know That's... well there's no such thing as unfinished games now now it's just early access and betas i disagree That's... i i disagreed 2042 was unfinished <laughs> <laughs> well you mean unfinished releases yes yeah, yeah, okay. yes but yes. we we could talk about you know there, there's cyberpunks in that era, area right um, right you know grand theft auto period it was always an unfinished Oh, series oh, true, is. true completely agree <laughs> completely agree it's mm-hmm. you know that that's just the uh not just the ceos and the backers just wanting their game release to get my money back i don't right. care what the product is you've, you've been working on it too long like there's no quality control is just out the door oh, for like, sure. yeah yeah I mean, we're we're now tangenting into our our old man rants about how video games aren't as good as they used to be. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we say that, but video games were always trash. Yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. It just it just wasn't as impactful when we were kids. We didn't understand yeah. what was actually going on. True. And... True. That's a good point. Um. Okay. Cool. Um. Do you guys just want to move on to the next topic or, um. Yeah, so, I mean, what do you got to talk about? So, well, it, I mean, you guys, we've already pre-decided before the podcast started. Uh, we're going to talk about Deceive Incorporated. Uh, so we said it's going to be a short podcast, so we're only going to we're going to talk about E3 being canceled and potentially dying or is dying. Uh, and then we were going to move on to talking about Deceive Incorporated, which we just got done playing on our live our live feed of this episode uh, on uh, YouTube.com. Press C, number four, Carnage. Uh, check it out if you guys want to. Uh, see the the live gameplay of that. Um, we we have a vod up of we're gonna have a vod up of this uh, of us playing that with all three of our screens being shown. So if you guys want to check that out. Um, so what are your guys' thoughts on the game? Uh, I'll, I'll wait to give my own before you guys give yours. So, Colin. I mean, I like it. I think it's fun. It's better with uh, teammates that you can talk to. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's definitely a team game. I mean, it has solos mode, but. I mean, I, I, I won a couple solos and it's okay, but it's kind of boring, if that makes sense. Like, it doesn't, it's not, it's not fun to just, like, hunt other players down in solos in that game. Or at least for me, I think the game, the way that, the thing that makes it fun, personally, is like you said, it's teams. It's, it's communication, yeah. it's working together, it's coming up with crazy strategies 
like as an example, me and Carnage were playing with with a random that we were playing with. Um, we had we had queued up a couple times together with him. Um, I was I was mimicked. I was like prop hunt mimicked as an object, and I had a recon drone as my second gadget while being a chair. And I was recon droning this little drone, you know, around the map. And I was I was spotting people with it. Uh, that I noticed were players, and then Carnage and the random we were playing with would, like, chase their butts down and murder them. It was amazing. The game is really well done in terms of, uh, uh, like, team play. So, uh, any other thoughts, Colin, on maybe the, the finer gameplay details, the weapons they're choose from, the gadgets, mm -hmm. the, the art style, music? Well, I was just going to say, thank uh, everyone, thank uh, Cyber J-Man for his review of the game. Now on to mine. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, sorry. I mean, I like it. I haven't played a lot of it, so I haven't gotten down to the finer mechanics of right. like, what weapons do what. I do enjoy the game. I just, I find it difficult with combat. That's just a me thing, so... I have to have people helping me. Right. So, is that because uh, I think it's... That... Go ahead. Not, not to cut you off, but that, uh, that that would be the biggest con I have to bring about this game. Uh, because it's not it's not really skill-based matchmaking. There's no... Mm. It, you... It, it's random. You have to be... If you're, if you're playing on controller or keyboard, you, you have to be spot on with your aiming because it is geared towards headshots. You mean uh, mouse and keyboard or whatever. And right. so, what did I say? You said controller and keyboard. <laughs> uh, yeah, mouse and keyboard. Uh, you have to be spot on with your aim. Or even controller. You have to be spot on with your aim because the gun right. fights are very quick. Very, right. you know, they're short. Uh, it has crossplay too, by the way, for anyone listening. As far as from what I looked yeah. up, Google said it has crossplay, so you should you could be. Yeah, able to... it is cross-platform right. on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a great game all around. You get to you get to hide and mimic mm -hmm. the AI while you try to get to your objective. Right. We should probably explain uh, what the game is before. I just I didn't even realize we didn't do that. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Dece deceiving is everybody that's in the game. You're a spy. And the object is to gather intel from electronics and then try to find where the vault is for the ultimate package. And then you grab the package and you got to go to an uh, extraction in an extraction area, which right. there's multiples, and then you have to get out. Right. Uh, you summon a vehicle, and then you sit in yeah, a square that, for 15 seconds. That, that, that's the object of the game. And at the same time, you got other players and teams. Uh, trying to do the same thing and right. at the same Hunt, time hunting, your, hunting your butt down yeah yeah so mixed with that yeah you have you know multiple gadgets to choose from and characters and the weapons are specific per character and you got to gear them up uh yeah and you, you just basically have to get to the objective for the other team or yeah. just hunt the the team that has the the objective and right it's a very fun game very easy game to to uh it's got kind of a up and put down to learn like, like, yeah the, the graphics are nice they're you know they're Cartoon it's not a triple a game it's a double a game uh very easy to get into laid back but as far as the the gunplay mechanic goes you have to be i'm not gonna lie you have to you have to be good at aiming yes if you yes. If, if you expect to be in a gunfight or you wait to be the last possible person to fight right you know and be be the person that three that uh 
that gets in on another fight and steals kills. Like, there's there's no other way about it. Right, getting third party kind of sucks. Third but I party, mean... <laughs> yeah. I, uh, my, I had a brain fart on the actual turn. You're fine. But, uh, yeah. You're fine. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. apart from that, it's a great game if you want to try. If you want to prove me wrong? If you're a shitty player, like, <laughs> show me that I'm wrong, and you can do it. Uh, uh... Otherwise, but it's a very fun game. You know, the community is it's like twenty percent toxic, which you gotta expect, but it's actually a very supportive community. Yeah, in, yeah in for the sure. local Discord. I, I mean we've gotten teabagged a few times after getting killed, which is funny, I guess, but yeah, it's it's okay. It's all right. I mean, it, it doesn't yeah. have, like, text chat or, like, it doesn't have enemy text chat or... That's, yeah, that's just it. There's no in-game proxy. There's no toxicity in-game. That That's the best part. You can right. choose not even to associate yourself with anybody. It, Which it, is it, amazing. That part, I love. Yes. I love it. I love how there's no communication. You don't have to worry about people saying, you know, slurs and freaking the text chat. There is no text chat. Um, there, nope. and there, is, there is voice chat, but it's only for you and your teammates. It's not... There is no mm-hmm. like you're te- you're not gonna see the n word slandered all over the freaking in game text chat while you're playing or whatever. There is no such thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I I like it a lot. I like the art style. It's got a kind of a what's that what's that game that came out uh years ago? It, it didn't do too hot. It was like a it, was, it has this exact same art style. It was like a survival simulator set in like the '60s or the '70s. It was very colorful. Had kind of the same art style. Uh, it, you like went through dresser drawers and stuff, uh, and it was about it was about happy pills. Like you had to take your happy pills, uh, and if you didn't, the the guards would come after you. I can't remember the hell the name of the game that I'm thinking of, but it has this almost the exact same art style as that game. Um, but it's like it's like a Pixar movie, but if made by a small indie studio. Uh, it, yeah, so it's got that like Austin Powers Pixar film style, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm liking it a lot. I actually really like the music too. Like I actually didn't notice that the music was basically on repeat, uh, in certain areas like loading screens, the pregame lobby. Uh, the, you hear the same music over and over again, but it's so well done that you don't really take notice to it. We happy few. Thank you, Colin. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's almost the exact same art style as We Happy Few. Um, but yeah, no, we I, I uh I I don't know about you guys, but I I haven't really noticed the music really grinding my gears or anything in terms of like annoyance i never paid attention to it half of it's like like uh elevator music yeah exactly yeah Yeah. you tone it out i turn off my music because tactical advantage but you know tactical advantage advantage. (laughs) (laughs) uh i gotta i gotta hear if that guy's a is a is a is a spy or not (laughs) yeah um, and and that, that's the thing too is, uh, as a spy, you you are disguising yourself as other NPCs on the map. Right. So we, we, I didn't explain that. So you're walking through this map dressed as other people, and unless you engage or get spotted by somebody else, you, you just perceive as an NPC. And you got to walk around. Well, unless you and, jump, yeah. If you jump, you're almost spotted. Yeah. There's certain animations you can't do, but the, the the cool part is 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 the developers are so good on the AI. That they act and move, and you always always think, "Oh, is that a real player? Is that a real player?" Because oh, they act, they they don't act like NPCs. They they don't walk in straight lines. Right. They, they move back and forth as if somebody was pressing A and D. Yeah. Like it's really trips your mind. So you got to be absolutely sure what you're shooting at. For sure. Yeah. The uh, amount of times I've shot an innocent NPCs because they were sprinting towards the bathroom, and I was like, "Oh, that NPC never sprints," yeah. and then I shoot them, and I'm like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> It just, it just so you know, all NPCs 
uh, never actually die. They get revived. Like the the NPCs never die. Yeah, I so, mean, yeah. There's a there's there like a robot no genocide. Yeah, right. But there is. I mean, there's like a robot narrator. No there's yeah, no witnesses. There's like a robot narrator that like narrates whether or not you if you kill like an NPC, they're like, oh, good job. You're so good at your job. Like really sarcastic. <laughs> like, um, but no, there's no there's not really any consequences for your actions in this game because everyone doesn't really die die. You can you can revive them if you really wanted to by tossing a bucket of water on their face. Um, but yeah, no. I, so you guys uh, you guys recommend the game then both of you as of right now you think? Uh, well, it's, it's twenty dollar game. I recommend anybody playing it. It's a game you can easily load up while you're waiting for your stupid ass yeah. COD to fucking load. Like it's, uh... <laughs> right. It's definitely worth your money. It's nice. It's good to play. You know, if if it only lasts a week for you, it's well worth the coin. Yeah, I, I yeah. definitely think I definitely think people should give it a try just because it's it's made by a small studio. Uh, maybe not small, small, but a decent sized studio that's not a triple A. Um, and I, I think I think the player base needs to get to get pumped up. Uh, they I, I guess from what the, from what we saw, they don't have them out yet because the game's fairly new. But they're going to be coming out with season pass. Uh, season pass mechanic where like you can you know you go through the season pass as you play the game and you get cosmetics like season pass exclusive cosmetics and they do have microtransactions in the game microtransactions in the game um and i don't usually support those but because this game is only 20 dollars and the microtransactions are cosmetic only and they're actually pretty cool like the the one we saw today before we hopped onto the audio podcast um it, it was a guy wearing like a hot dog stall outfit and i was like okay that's really freaking cool like <laughs> yeah. they're really well yeah, designed it is it's 100 percent zero pay to win pay to zero. win yeah right yeah. i mean and the season's coming out you know yeah uh again it will not be pay to win uh from what we can tell possible because you can't change your weapons you can't change your gadget. like you, you can only change the same gadgets that everybody else has there's no there's there's very minimal customization so Right, yeah, it's, it's right. It's only it's yeah, it's only like it's like six slots that you have to worry or five slots you have to worry about. You have two gadgets, and then you have your weapon, your passive, and your expertise, which you can change out between them as well as much as you want, depending on who you're playing mm -hmm. as. So yeah, everyone's everyone's on the same playing field, and from what I can tell, it's gonna stay that way, which is great. I, I would like to keep supporting this developer, so I might at one point or another purchase a microtransaction uh, just to give them some extra cash because I I really like what they've done here. Um, it's, it's fair. It's balanced. Uh, there's some, there's some minor issues with it. Um, just like I, the, the one, the one like minor issue I have with it, it's kind of an annoyance is like some of the different agents. There's like eight agents. Would you say carnage? Like, like six or seven agents mm -hmm. uh, you can choose from each with their own special abilities and weapons and selections. Um, the, the, the different agents have different, I don't know how to explain it to make it make sense, but each, each agent has like their own sensitivity setting that seems to be specific to that agent if that makes sense and it's not global it's not global tie none of their sensitivities for like aiming down sight speed or just regular looking around speed are tied to your global options setting which is very odd because i try to set it up in such a way that it feels comfortable for me but then as soon as i switch characters or agents or whatever you want to call it um and i aim down sights with that agent's specific weapon to their character my my sensitivity is all out of whack. Like either it'll be ridiculously too slow or ridiculously too fast, and there's no in between. So I'm not sure if that if they're gonna fix that or if that's even a glitch or a problem because I don't I haven't seen anybody post about it on the Steam forums about it. But I, I it's one of the major issues I have with it, uh, or minor issues I guess technically because I'll still play it. It's not gonna keep me from playing it, but it is extremely annoying. Um, 
but I don't have you guys do you guys have any issues with it as of now do you guys think it's pretty I, I haven't I haven't found any issues as far as the the ADS goes okay. uh, I, I haven't experienced what you're talking about but uh, yeah. there are minor mechanics that uh, certain areas on the map you let your character actually get kind of stuck in like if the door all the doors or sorry not all those some of the doors open like into the walls like they're sliding doors oh right and i've been trapped when they closed on me before it's like ah what do i do <laughs> but uh that, that's the worst i've i've experienced there's not right there's not enough mechanics for there to be problems in my opinion right i think yeah we've yeah. we've uh we've had stuff fall through the floor a couple of times like that was but i mean it's it's fairly new so i'm, I'm okay with letting a couple bugs here and there go um i mean yeah but as far as moving pieces go it's just npc movement right. and character movement that's it there's no there's no trees fluttering in the breeze and all that bullshit it's very <laughs> basic very simple you know it's, right. it's in my opinion it's a 4.9 star game out of five you no know, i i don't give anything a perfect rating so <laughs> yeah it's uh if if i didn't have the issues with some of the visual bugs where like npcs were falling through the floor or like repeatedly jumping uh, and by jumping, I mean they don't actually jump because that would give away as, as, as them as an, a rival agent or another player. Uh, but what I mean by that is, like, they'll literally fall through the floor in such a way where they bounce back up, and they'll just keep doing that over and over and over again while in a standing position. Uh, I've seen that a few times. Um, so, I mean, w w you know, bugs withstanding and minor sensitivity ADSing withstanding. The game is very good. I give it two thumbs up. I don't want to give it an actual score score yet. Um just because I, I feel like we haven't really played enough of it to to get because I only played a couple agents so I don't really I haven't really gotten a taste of all the different characters all the different abilities you can choose from there's so much to unlock and so much to do for twenty dollars that I do definitely recommend it though I don't want to give it a score mm -hmm. but I definitely give it two thumbs up and I highly recommend it for its price for the for the replayability uh for the for the fun factor honestly it's just a fun freaking game so um, yeah. Colin, have you have you seen anything that you you want to talk about specifically that we may not have talked about that you think of the game? You've only played a few hours of it so far, but uh... um, not not really. I haven't noticed anything big. I mean, the door thing. Sometimes there's entities glitching through the door, but other than that, really nothing. Right, right, right. Um, okay. So I I don't really think we're gonna we're not like I said it's gonna be a short podcast. So. I don't think we're gonna we're not gonna do a uh, you know a crazy funny sponsor this time around, uh, and we're not gonna do a game show at the end. I think we're just gonna keep it short, simple, to the point. Um, we're we're not really we don't really have a lot of news to talk about this week, to be honest. Other than like E three being canceled, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of April Fools news articles out there right now, and I just don't feel like I want to talk about any of those because some of them, mo not some of them, most of them are kind of terrible. <laughs> like they're not good, so. Um, but yeah, yeah. Is that, I guess that's what we're going to call it. You guys, you guys good? You want to talk about anything else? Anything gaming related? Maybe you've played something else other than, uh, yes, no, maybe so. No, no that's, that's about it. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right. Carnage, you want to, you want to cut us off? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, guys, it's going to be another episode of Press C for Carnage. Make sure to check us out on our socials. Uh, until next time. See you later. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye.